When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's another edition of Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed. I have Alan Mitzkoff with me. And boy, you kicked off the week with a bang. And we are gonna we are gonna be flying high today too. <laughs> this is the Booker Award winning novel, The Promise, by Damon Golgut, uh, South African. And it's read by Peter Noble, also a South African. Oh. So if you really want to hear how a different culture speaks English, this will be your metier right here. It's it's uh, He's a first-rate narrator. I had never listened to him before, but I will listen to him again. He gets that. He did an Alan First novel, I think, Under Occupation. It was really good, too. I think he's done quite a few. You know, I may have heard him before because I have listened to a few South African novels, but uh, he really nails this one. Okay, so what's the story about? All right, it's a it's a multi-generation story of a South Afrikaanser family who live on a farm and it is at the time of the uh, mother's death and she has gone back to her original religion. She is she is a convert and then she drops her conversion to the Dutch church and goes back to being uh, Jewish, and that is a, a, a sort of a, an instigating action that, you know, it just sort of shows how everything can be thrown off in South Africa at this moment. This It starts in the apartheid era and ends up beyond it. So it is fascinating. And the promise, the title is very, very important because it was a promise that she made, this, this now dead uh, mother made to a woman who worked for her that she would turn over her land to her. I don't think I'm giving too much away to say that. Mm-hmm. It, it does not happen. The promise is not fulfilled, and that's sort of the, that is the string that holds the plot together. Oh, kind of like a metaphor for South Africa. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so it, it traces this family through how many generations? Really two. Okay. Let me say one more thing about his voice, because... I was really taken with, you know, there's a kind of a lilt to that South African English, uh, English pronunciation and almost a twang. And, and I thought it was just wonderful to hear somebody who could do that kind of Afrikaans inflected uh, English. And also he does the, he is one of these guys who is a chameleon. He does all the voices, be they uh, black South Africans or the Afrikaansers or, you know, people of different ages. So it made it a very engaging listening experience. Maybe not quite long enough for you, Joe, but it's... it's... <laughs> oh, I see. It came in at nine out, nine, nine, yeah, five. I'm I could sorry. make an exception. Right? Yes, yeah, you okay. could. I think you'd enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we hear a little bit now? Do you want to set this up? This is very close to the beginning where one of the most important characters, the one with the most soul, the younger daughter, is introduced on the way to the, uh, to the actual funeral. Okay. This is The Promise by Damon Gogut, and it's read by Peter Noble. It's not a long drive from the school to where the Lopeshers live in Menlo Park, but time feels stretched today, and Tani Marina talks in emotive Afrikaans the whole way her voice low and confiding, full of diminutives, even though her motives are not benign. 
It's the usual topic, about how Ma has betrayed the whole family by changing her religion. Correction. By going back to her old religion, to being a Jew. Her aunt has been extremely vocal on this subject for the past half a year. I have two things. First, who is, who's narrating now? Whose voice are we hearing? The narrator himself. Okay. And kind of peeking into the, the young girl's mind, and uh, he, the, there's a little bit of movement within the minds of the characters, but the narrator himself. Okay. And it's a third, so it's a third person, you know, omniscient it is, narrator. And yet there's a, kind of a twist. It's a third person, but he occasionally walks to the front of the stage and kind of directly addresses you. Yeah, he seems very, very um, present. Very present, and there are moments where he's even like discussing his thought process as a novelist. It's fascinating that way. And of course, this was the Booker Prize winner this year, so this is a much celebrated novel. And Peter Noble, you're right. I mean, it's not just accents, though. I love, I like his expressiveness. Yeah, I was really taken with it, and uh, I'm now going to have to look up his narrating. Because, you know, I think that's one of the fun things about doing this work is that you fall in love with certain narrators. And I think he's wonderful. Okay, Ellen, thank you so much. And I will talk to you tomorrow. And I look forward to it. So do I. We were talking about The Promise by Damon Galgut, read by Peter Noble. And today's episode of Behind the Mic comes from Oasis Audio, publisher of the Edgar Rice Burroughs Authorized Library, featuring Tarzan and John Carter of Mars and many, many more. And follow Behind the Mic wherever you get your podcasts. And then leave us a rating on Apple because it helps people to find us. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow.